Welcome to Tea Time with Tiffany, a podcast about faith, books, and everything in between. You can read all of my writings about these same topics over at lifeofacatholiclibrarian.com. and it is so lovely to be healthy and back with you this week. Um, I've planned for Tea Time to be a liturgical season podcast, so I was planning on last week being our last installment until summer ordinary time, because obviously it was the la- it was Holy Week, the last week of Lent, and um, things just did not go as planned, which I'll explain in a minute. And I thought, well, that's just sort of a down note to... Um, finish on for the <laughs> the Lenten season, um, since I was really planning on continuing on talking about the Easter Vigil. And so I thought this would be a really nice week. I've been looking forward to it, um, to reconvening and talking about the Triduum in a recap form, since we all just experienced it. And then this can serve as our last episode for the next little while, but I definitely anticipate tea time being back in the not too distant future. So we'll come to that at the end of the show. So welcome to episode seven for this Lenten slash Easter season. And uh, we are freshly off of Holy Week. So what happened is that last week, um, early on in Holy Week, Anne came home from school sick one day. And she was really, really sick, and I stayed home and took care of her for a day. She remained sick for several days, and um, what happened is that during one of those several days, I did have to come into work because I'm still teaching. Mike was home with her, and I was here teaching, and I felt very, very ill. I ended up going home, and I was badly laid up for a couple of days. And the virus has made its way through our household, so Henry is the latest victim. So far, Mike hasn't gotten sick. I'm really hoping that he doesn't. Um, In my research, I think we have all had the flu. We've all had the flu shot, but you know how it is. They can't get every, predict every strain, so I'm pretty sure that's what we all had. It was really, really quite awful. So... I'll spare you the details of all of that. I'm just glad to be back, and Anne is better. Henry is on the mend. Mike so far has not gotten sick, so please keep him in your prayers. <laughs> um, all right, so for Holy Thursday, I was recovering, and I really wanted to be 100%, but I really wasn't 100%. Um, Henry was signed up to serve at the entire Triduum. He had served on Palm Sunday, which was a lovely mass. I went to the 8 a.m. mass because that's when he was serving. And he came out after mass and said, Mom, there's nobody signed up. He had signed up to serve at the Easter Vigil. But he said that there was nobody signed up to serve for Holy Thursday or Good Friday, and he was feeling badly. So maybe I'll sign up for one of those. I said, okay, go ahead. So he disappeared back into the sacristy. He comes back and says, well, I signed up for both of them because there was nobody else uh, signed up on the list yet, and it was already Palm Sunday, so getting close. (coughs) Excuse me. So I said, oh, I was very impressed with my boy. Of course, as Holy Thursday dawned nearer, he started to regret signing up for all three because that's a lot of church. He said, I know, honey, but you're doing the right thing. So on Holy Thursday, I wasn't really sure if I was going to be able to make it or not. Um, I was clearly past being contagious. I was on the mend. I was just still a little weak, and um, I decided to go. 
I just kind of kept to myself and I was feeling pretty good, but definitely just still slightly diminished. So Henry and I went and um, to the Mass of the Lord's Supper. It was beautiful. Um, you know, he was worried about not knowing exactly what to do because the Mass is a little bit different. I was trying to tell, he had never been to that Mass before, so I was telling him a little bit about it so he could be prepared. He said that Father Joe had really been keeping the altar servers apprised of, for the different liturgies, what they needed to do. And that's exactly what happened. So everything went great, beautiful, um, darkened service, um, you know, with it being so dark outside, but that is what I mean. Um, but, you know, the church lit beautifully by some candlelight and the uh, altar of repose had some uh, beautiful candles over by it. And so Henry was confused at the end with the procession out with the Eucharist and then around the, the side altar of repose. But he did just fine. And there were two other, there was a couple other altar servers who also pitched in. So he wasn't alone. And they all just figured it out together, which is exactly what you should do. And, um, you know, I paused, I had to wait for Henry after. That was nice. So I could pray um, during the period of adoration while I waited for him. And on Good Friday, I was feeling physically a lot better, pretty much uh, like 99%, I would say. Whereas on Thursday, I was like 80 to 85%, I guess. So I was feeling good on Friday. Um, Henry and I went to the 3 p.m. service and veneration of the cross. It was beautiful as ever. That liturgy packs a punch. And um, Henry, there was one other old, more experienced, older um, server there with him. He did a fantastic job. It was very somber, um, always a reflective time, uh, tear-inducing enjoyed it very much, got a lot out of it. And afterwards, um, I was able to go back to dance and all of that that I usually have on Friday evenings, feeling a lot better. And then the Easter vigil dawned. And of course, my favorite liturgy of the entire year, like I was saying last week. And it was just, it's so special to be there with Henry. Next year, I'm hoping that Anne can come. Her bedtime, our Easter vigil was at 8 o'clock, and she was already asleep by that point. So next year, though, Easter's a little bit later, too. Um, and she's going to be almost 8 years old next year. Her birthday is in May. So I'm thinking she can come with us next year. And um, I'm always just, like, on the verge of tears for that entire Mass. Um, with our candles, Henry loved serving that Mass. He said next year he would definitely sign up for that one again. He's like, Mom, I don't really want to do all three again. I said, it's okay, honey, I understand. <laughs> but I was really impressed that he pitched in to help out because he knew that Father Joe would need servers. Um, um, but he said he really enjoyed serving the Easter Vigil because he likes helping out lighting the candles at the beginning and all of the special things that happened during that Mass, the reception of the sacraments, and we did have somebody receiving the sacrament of baptism, um, which was beautiful. And so we had our cantor sing the Litany of Saints. It's just such a spectacular liturgy. We read four of the Old Testament readings, and that is definitely the longest part of that. I think everybody feels that way. Of course it's meaningful, it's poignant, don't get me wrong. Salvation history is very important, but it's a lot to sit through. So um, I think four, I mean, our Mass was with those four and then with... We had one um, woman being baptized, two people coming into full communion, receiving confirmation and Eucharist, and the Mass was an hour and 40 minutes. So that's about, I mean, I think that's 
I think that's a good length for the Easter Vigil. I know, of course, there are many parishes. They have many more people receiving the sacraments. Um, they may choose to do uh, different things with the options. They may do more of the readings. So their Mass can be two hours plus. And I know it's right. It's once a year, we can all suck it up. Don't get me wrong. It's, um, you know, I'm just thinking ahead to ha having Anne with us and such. And I, like, uh, like the hour and a half to hour 45 minute, I think that's like a sweet spot for sure, <laughs> especially with kids involved. Um, so it went really well. And it is, it's Easter, coming to the Easter Vigil is such a relief, I think, after Lent in so many different ways. And I definitely experienced that this year. I was so happy to reach that milestone. I feel like it was a very important Lent for me spiritually, and I really focused as much as I could to get as much out of it as possible, spiritual-wise, and yeah, we were in, all in this together, and it's a beautiful feeling to come to Easter. And we had a beautiful, beautiful Easter Sunday, visiting with our family, having wonderful meals, um, hanging with the kids and passing on some things in their Easter baskets. So it was a it was a wonderful weekend. It was really hard to come back to work, especially after being so sick. I had to really quickly get back into things, but we made it, right? And so now we're in the Easter season, alleluia, and I'm thinking ahead to later spring and summer. So we will be taking a little time off from tea time while I finish up my semester and focus on some other writing projects. I'll still be posting on the blog, definitely, um, in written form. And we're planning a book club for the summer as well as tea time. So I'm thinking that that's going to, book club, I'm going to say maybe July. Um, tea time, I'm think we'll definitely be back before then. Uh, maybe June 1st, maybe before that. So we'll talk, but it will be a summer ordinary time. I'll have to see actually when Pentecost falls this year and all that. So it'll be right after that. So I'm looking forward to that very, very much. This has been a lovely experiment, I think, with seasonal tea time. So I will be talking to you all soon. Keep checking the blog for updates. Leave me some comments on how your Easter went. See you then. Bye.